So I think I get it. I think I understand the political establishment in America is really, really upset with uh, Donald Trump's comments about the war hero or non-war hero status of John McCain. What did it start out with? Well, it started out because Donald Trump made some comments about people coming in from Mexico, illegal immigrants, as some of them being rapists, some of them being murderers, some of them, he said, I assume, being uh, good people. And, of course, this has made everybody completely insane. Uh, forget uh, me- Medicare, forget Social Security. Illegal immigration is the third rail of American politics, or at least it was until um, the Donald uh, took a giant step on it and lit up like a Halloween candy. And um, McCain said about these comments with regards to illegal immigrants, McCain said, it's very bad. This performance with our friend out in Phoenix is very hurtful to me because what he did was he fired up the crazies. See, interestingly enough, uh, John McCain represents Arizona. Phoenix is in Arizona. And Donald Trump is speaking to an audience in Phoenix. Both McCain and Trump are running or are Republicans. So basically, McCain was calling his own constituents crazies. Uh, that's not very good politics in some ways. Uh, McCain said, we have a very extreme element within our Republican Party. Now he galvanized them. He's really got them activated. Okay, so what we can glean from this is that John McCain is enormously, highly, deeply, vociferously, religiously, Old Testament style opposed you see, to Donald, uh, to Donald Trump's comments about illegal immigrants and that he wants to build a wall and that there's a criminal element entering the country through an un- unprotected southern border, John McCain really finds that offensive. He opposes it. It's wrong to say it. Except. Drug and human smuggling, home invasions, murder. We're outmanned. Of all the illegals in America, more than half come through Arizona. Have we got the right plan? Plan's perfect. You bring troops, state, county, and local law enforcement together. And complete the dang fence. It'll work this time. Senator, you're one of us. I'm John McCain, and I approve this message. See, John McCain was recently asked why he hadn't gotten into a Hillary Clinton, I've got a server in my shoe style problem with emails. He says, I don't use email because apparently he's so old that it's like sorcery to him. But there is this thing called the Internet where people can look up things that you said before, which is why there's a list of 115 flip flops that are recorded that John McCain has made. He seems to be stuck in a highly accelerating revolving door of his own self-contradictions. But that's neither here nor there. So... Um, what did Trump say about McCain, which has people so fired up at the moment? Let's have a wee listen, shall we? John McCain goes, oh boy, Trump makes my life difficult. He had 15,000 crazies show up, crazies. He called them all crazy. I said, they weren't crazy. They were great Americans. These people, if you would have seen these people, you, I know what a crazy is. I know all about crazies. <laughs> these weren't crazy. So he insulted me, and he insulted everybody in that room. And I said, somebody should run against John McCain, who has been, you know, in my opinion, not so hot. And I supported him. I supported him for president. I raised a million dollars for him. It's a lot of money. I supported him. He lost. He let us down. But, you know, he lost. So I never liked him as much after that, because I don't like losers. (laughs) 
But, but Frank, he's Frank, let me get hero. to it. He's he hit me. Hero. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war Five hero. And a half years he's a, a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you he's agree with that? He's a war hero because he was captured, okay? You can have, and I believe perhaps he's a war hero, but, but right now he said some very bad things about a lot of people. So why do people care about this now, you see? Because Donald Trump is upsetting the carefully placed house of cards known as the relationship between the Republicans and the uh, mainstream, which is to say largely liberal or left-wing media. So you don't talk about illegal uh, immigrants. Uh, You don't talk about these kinds of things. And uh, this is not what Donald Trump is doing. He's bringing up stuff that is interesting and important to him. And basically, he's got $10 billion worth of I don't give a damn money. Uh, He doesn't need to take money from anyone. He doesn't need to have a whole bunch of uh, PR spin filter jockeys riding his back telling him what to say. Uh, He's basically uh, not dealing with the media like uh, Republicans usually do, which is similar to the relationship Gollum has with the ring. Uh, He's just able to speak frankly and openly about things that are important, and it's resonating with the American public. Plus, uh, Donald Trump is not only leading the Republican candidacy, but he's also gaining substantial support from Hispanics. See, let me tell you something. A lot of Hispanics who left Mexico left Mexico because they didn't like Mexico, right? Or at least they liked America more than they liked Mexico. When you risk life and limb to leave a country and get to a new country, you don't want that old country following you. You just, you know, it's like the stalker in the rearview mirror. You just, you want to lose that person, right? So the fact that there is some criminal element pouring across the border, a lot of Hispanics in America, not very pleased about that because, you know, they're the people who are going to try and get their kids into gangs. So yeah, they have no problem with the wall as well. Now the Republican viewpoint for the last 20 years, the Republican leadership has basically said, well, you get Hispanic votes by being soft on illegal immigration, by courting their vote, by offering amnesty and all this kind of crap. Now, if Donald Trump, by taking a firm stand on, against illegal immigration, wins substantial portions of the Democratic, of the Hispanic vote, well, uh, Republican leadership have been revealed as ostriches, not with their head up in the sand, but up their own ass for the last 20 years, which doesn't make them look very competent. So uh, they're kind of upset with him about that. Now, in a very rich and deeply ironic segment, uber-liberal hundred Martha Raddatz harangued and criticized Donald Trump because Donald Trump received three student deferments and one medical deferment for a bone spur, which I assume is handy for spitting fruit and climbing trees on his feet. And I just, I love it when women in particular razz a man about not going off to fight war. You see, women are not subject to the draft. Uh, And so when women uh, nag men about not going to war, when the women are not subjected to the draft, I find that kind of ridiculous and annoying. Uh, But of course, you're not really allowed to say that. So I guess uh, if Donald Trump had gone to war, been blown up, uh, then the tens of thousands of people he's employed, the hundreds of billions of dollars of economic activity he's generated would all have vanished. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are fairly happy he didn't go. So it's an interesting question. What is a war hero? Is a war hero someone who gets uh, shot down. And uh, interestingly enough, John McCain uh, tried to eject, well, he did eject from his airplane, but uh, he landed in a lake in uh, North Vietnam 
And uh, a local villager tried to, like, swam out, saved him, cut him free from the ropes that he was stuck in from his parachute, dragged him to shore, fought off people who were clubbing him and stabbing him because he'd been bombing lots of people. Um, and uh, this guy, this Vietnamese guy, saved his life. John McCain writes an autobiography, doesn't even mention the guy. Only met him once. Forgot about him completely, according to the guy's widow. So... I don't know, someone saves my life uh, and uh, fights off people who are trying to hurt me, risking his own life and limb. I think I'd be pretty grateful for the rest of my life, but maybe that's just me. Uh, John McCain uh, did, according to his own confession, give um, military secrets uh, to the uh, enemy, which in military terms is called a serious no-no. You are only allowed to give your name, rank, and serial number, and you are supposed to choose death rather than give military information. Uh, John McCain uh, chose to give military information to his captors uh, in return for medical treatment. Um, That's the deal. That's what happens. That's what you sign up for. Uh, People have been prosecuted um, in the past in the military for uh, submitting to torture uh, even and uh, supplying information to the enemy. Of course, as an admirable son, that was not really going to happen to John McCain. Uh, He was quite heroic, it seems, in his... um, and keeping other prisoners' spirits up and so on. But, um, you know, I'd like to offer up uh, perhaps a little bit out of left field uh, another possible uh, war hero um, who I think may be more deserving of the title. Uh, this would be one C. Clay, later M. Ali. Good old flies like a butterfly, stings like a bee, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> um, <laughs> he says, uh, I punch so hard, I miss you. You, you, get, you get a cold from the wind. <laughs> I love that guy. But uh, Muhammad Ali, um, April 28th, 1967, of course, the U.S. is at war in Vietnam after the trumped-up Gulf of Tonkin incident, which was a complete lie and admitted as a complete lie. The whole thing that started the war was a fabrication, as it usually is in wars. April 28th, 1967, Muhammad Ali refused to be inducted into the uh, armed forces. He said, I ain't got no quarrel with those Viet Cong. He was immediately stripped of his heavyweight title. Uh, he was uh, convicted June 20th. It's amazing how American justice system can work fast when there's lots of cameras on it. June 20th, um, uh, less than two months later, he was convicted of draft evasion, sentenced to five years in prison, fined $10,000 and banned from boxing for three years. So apparently he could box in prison. He stayed out of prison. His case was appealed and re- he returned to the ring October 26, 1970. So he was fined uh, ex- Experienced a huge amount of negative publicity and lost almost three years of his prime of his career as a boxer. So it takes a lot of heroism to go against popular culture and to defy uh, that which is worse than slavery. The draft is worse than slavery because slavery got fewer slaves killed and the draft gets people killed in the military, at least those who are in the front. So, yeah, it takes... uh, it takes uh, courage to fight off the slave ships of the American military that want to ship you overseas and get you shredded. So um, was McCain more of a war hero than Muhammad Ali? I don't think so. I mean, Trump is similar in a lot of ways to Muhammad Ali. Uh, They're both loud, they're both braggarts, and neither of them really pull any punches. So um, I think that's important to uh, understand. You know, Trump's position, if I don't want to speak for the Donald, but um, he says, look, I I supported the guy, McCain. I raised over a million dollars for his presidential bid. And uh, basically, this is how he treats me. Well, of course, McCain uh, McCain, uh, got together with the McCain-Feingold Act 
to um, try and limit the amount of uh, campaign contributions that uh, aspiring politicians could receive from special interest groups or concentrated economic interests. And um, I guess he was uh, not overly concerned with getting all of this stuff from uh, Donald um, Trump uh, and um, insulting his own constituents, insulting Donald Trump, and railing against Donald Trump's um, opposition to illegal immigration when he actually ran a campaign ad exactly... Oh, my, well, I don't know. What, what can you even say? So Donald Trump, yeah, he's an interesting addition. I mean, a very interesting addition because he's somebody who doesn't need anybody's money. He's not going to be subject to special interest groups. He's a plain talker. He is a ferocious and competent uh, businessman. He is an incredible negotiator. Uh, his book, The Art of the Deal is either the number one or close to the number one best-selling business book of all time. Would you want uh, Donald Trump negotiating with uh, Vladimir Putin or would you want um, Hillary Clinton <laughs> negotiating with Vladimir Putin? I, uh, uh, you know, if I were backed into a corner, I think I know which one I would choose. And it's great to watch an independent thoroughbred in the race. It's going to be very exciting to see. And uh, I look forward to almost every press conference that he puts out just because uh, in my book, Anyone that the, liber uh, that the media has a big problem with is probably on the side of goodness, truth, justice, and virtue, at least potentially. This is Stefan Molyneux for Freedom Main Radio. Thank you so much for watching.